Hey everybody! Hey everyone! Squeeze hey, buddy. We're, hey buddy, how are you? I'm doing quite well. I'm happy to be talking to you again. I'm happy to be talking to you, and I'm I'm happy to hear your voice. I am. I give I give thanks for yes, your voice. Yes, I'm thankful for your voice and everything about you. That's just you're my everything. You're my sweet boy. Ah. Uh, we're over the hundred episode hump, Squeeze. Awesome. Uh, is that now? Is that syndication? <laughs> right. Uh, we're going to be syndicating. Even though I still, I'm still tweaking audio. Hopefully, this one even sounds better. Like I was sitting since I had some time. You were preoccupied tonight with work. Ugh. I, well, fortunately, somehow was not. I don't know how I missed that boat. But I, so I was sitting here uh, just speaking to a mic, doing the uh, <laughs> the multiple different sound checks to get the levels right on every single aspect of what we do trying to make it just sound better because i was listening to us in my car last week mm-hmm. and oh man i'm just i mean everyone's your own your own worst critic on your, vo- Absol- your own voice absolutely but uh i was just appalled yeah. so and there's no better time to do that than 100 episodes in <laughs> i mean i i've been tweaking as you know squeezer <laughs> Since day one, I've been trying to perfect the audio. Oh, I've been show. tweaking all day. I had like four <laughs> pots of coffee. Well, that's a normal day for you. I'm really feeling. I have to. I'm actually drinking water right now because like my body is cramping up because I think it's dying. Oh, so uh, I had a really I'm bad actually drinking water <clears throat> headache on um, Monday. M- was it Monday Monday? Yeah, Monday morning. So Enchantress ran another marathon because she's a monster. She ran the Philly, the Philadelphia Marathon, which was close to home. It was only the way I drive. It was it was with traffic on 76. It was an hour and two minutes uh, home. Uh, down there, it was even quicker because there was no took traffic. took me longer to get home from work. I know. So I could get to Philly in like an hour easily, like downtown. So it, it was. It started at the Art Museum, uh, uh, which I'll be talking about later. And hmm. it went all the way through South Philly down... Um, it went. It will. It went up. It went Benjamin Franklin Parkway, past, uh, you know, uh, the old William Penn statue, and mm-hmm. uh, then it went down <laughs> to all the way to Penn's Landing, and yep, like Old City and the South Philly. Came back up Chestnut Street, uh, cr- and then up to Thirty Fourth Street. You cross the Schuylkill on Chestnut, and then you make a you bang a right on Thirty Fourth Street down towards the Ugh. zoo. Yeah, 34th Street was the toughest part. So I'm following the entire route almost on a city bike. It's called <laughs> Indigo Bike or whatever there. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> so Your calves are going to be awesome. I know. So I did the same in D.C. Let me tell you, the Indigo Bike in Philly for the same amount of time was less than half the cost of the D.C. bike. Uh, it was only 32 bucks for the four or five hours I had it. The D.C. one was 78 I, I've walked that route before, not over the school kill, but just wandering around aimlessly on a day. But usually it also involves stopping at bars and drinking in the process. Oh, yeah. Much Mother's more enjoyable. Day. If, if, you, if you're not from the Philadelphia area, you have no idea what a shit show the Mummer's Day Parade is. Oh. It's a great time. 
uh, where we where we live, uh, we grew up. Uh, we're at we're in the what is considered the Greater Philadelphia area. We discussed this last week, and um, there's the Mummers Day Parade, and it's a bunch and of it's a, a celebration of alcoholism and yeah. racial insensitivity. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. So, uh, if you, I I experienced it like there for the first time a couple of years ago, and it is crazy. Like people walk around just with thirty packs. Because the kind of beer they drink is sold in thirty packs only, and mm-hmm. <laughs> and just like walking around and drinking it, and the cops, you know, don't give a sh- no one. There's it's like all rules are suspended. Yeah, and I know you might seem like you might be in Nola and Bourbon Street and be like, who cares? Well, in Philadelphia and Pennsylvania, it's a big. We're deal. we're we're from we derive from Quakers. Right. We're a bunch of prudes. We have to. Go. You couldn't buy beer in a, at a grocery store until like. Last year. Right. I had to drive through Quaker Town to get to Philadelphia. <laughs> yes, there you go. Literal Quaker Town. Uh, but it was fun. She kicked ass, even though she, she sprained her ankle in mile 15, still finished it. Uh, did an Does awesome that make job. you feel like an even bigger pussy? Oh, my God, yeah. I'm just such a pussy. Uh, she's uh, the true champion of the household. Um, so, ha- so it goes, you uh, her... Schmuffin, olive, olive no, with one eye. I think olive with one eye is stronger than schmuffin. <laughs> yeah. Also, olive's got one eye. Olive's so. got one eye, and she's a she's a tough, badass pirate. So go, yeah. go Schmuff, schmuffin's like that heavyweight champ that doesn't really put in the effort in camp anymore. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. She's she's uh, she's just all she gives a shit about is if I'm gonna give her her wet food at night. Like she gives a fu- zero fucks about anything else. Um, I always I always likened her because I never had cats before. And um, when Enchantress and I moved in together with her cat, I likened Schmuffin. I love Schmuffin. I likened her to a statue that you you get the pet. Um, mm-hmm. She appears on the podcast occasionally, and you just have to feed. She was like zero um, maintenance. And Olive, though, is like a lover. She loves to snoozle. Mm-hmm. And, but she's Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Or wait, is it? Is that it? Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? That's the... Yeah. So like right now she's... Wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. So right now, like I said last week, she's locked up in the master because she's had her baby maker surgery. And so she has got the little cone on her neck that she she figured out how to get off because she's a little troublemaker. And she's like, we go into our our bedroom and she's just such a like a lovely snoozily just wants to cuddle and like, like, like snuzzle against you and be so sweet. But the second she fucking gets out of the bedroom, because she'll like run, she, she gets to her toys and she goes fucking insane. You can't catch her. Oh. She's like Sonic. Like she's like a little fucking blue blur. Yeah. Like a tiny little murdering machine. Right. And all she wants to do is like like play with her toys and, and cause havoc. And she's got these stitches on her bottom side that could easily pull out. Uh, and uh, so I brought her downstairs the other day and Enchantress has her, her fucking sprained ankle up on a pillow. And she's hurting like hell. And I, she tells me to bring all of down to the main like floor. So I bring her down, and all of a sudden, Olive goes fucking haywire. <laughs> Starts running around, she, and you see this blur running around. She's like, "Was that Olive?" I'm like, I'm like "Yeah." She, you better get her up there. She's gonna pull her stitches out. So yeah, as soon as she gets like, and then you put her right back in the room, and she's like, wants to cuddle and pick me up, and you know, pet me. But once she's on mm-hmm. the floor, it's like, well, yeah, she's she's working you. 
Yes, because you are the source. One way or the other, you're the source of food. You either give it to her, or eventually you slip, fall, hit your head, and she eats you alive. Right, one way or the other. Yeah, exactly. So just like Joe Rogan said, she'd bite my fucking neck if she was big enough and kill me. Yes. Uh, so yeah, we, it's, it's been a. Uh, it was a fun weekend. She killed it uh, in that adorable kind of way. She did not think this was her. She ran, of course, the Marine Corps, then the Rocky Run, which is really cool. It's the medals look like the championship belt. Uh, she got three medals because she did the Italian Stallion Challenge, which is a 5K, and then you do a 10 miler after that, right? As, as soon as you finish the 5K, essentially doing a half wow. marathon. I would have checked. I would have assumed it was like you eat as many meatball subs as you could. <laughs> That's what I like. Put me down for that. Like you talk Wawa meatball subs all day, every day. Uh, but uh, yep. I, you know, I would clock out after a fucking junior. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I would not win the, that Italian stallion challenge. But uh, then she did uh, the Philadelphia. So she wasn't thinking she was going to do best, but she she was so close. She was like a hair away from beating her PR, which is personal record. So oh, uh, she's a better person than me in every way. So you got you got the lingo down now. Oh, yeah, I, I talk. I could talk the runner talk. I just can't walk the runner walk. <laughs> I believe it. They run. They don't walk. Yes. Uh, and I ride my bike next to them and cheer them on and provide Advil and 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 uh, uh, like those energy shots or whatever the hell they are, the gels, the goos. Well, now that you got that fancy SUV, you know you can put a bike on that thing. Yeah, you, so you, you can know go what? and get your own peewee bike. That's what uh, with, with the bell, with the streamers, and you can I just know. zing zing the uh, whole way you, around. Remember that when we did that commercial at that that transportation museum and the peewee bike was there. Oh, yeah. Whatever uh, happened with that thing? I don't know where it went, but fuck, man. I wanted to steal that. Yeah. But you know what happens when you steal Pee-wee's bike? He fucking <laughs> comes after you. Uh, so, yeah, I have my own bike, and yeah, I have. I could have thrown it in the back there, and it would have cost me $0, which someone pointed out to me at work today. But, you know, fuck it. City bikes for life. Yeah. City bikes have that cool bell on the side, too. Bring, bring, bring. Anyway, uh... What are we talking about today? <laughs> uh, 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 I think we're giving thanks. It, it is. To, uh, if you're listening to this on the day it came out, tomorrow is Thanksgiving here in, in the Americas. Uh, we could thank Abraham Lincoln for that, correct? You talked about it. I listened to last year's. You gave the whole spiel. If you want to know the spiel. Did I? Yeah. Cause you, you, oh, good, because I was going to look it up, and then I forgot. You talked about uh, how pilgrims never wore the buckles. That was one of your, your things. Oh, yeah, a lot of that was uh, a crock of shit. Yeah. I actually kind of addressed some of it. I, I thought I would Not pick up pick. on some more things when I get to my second pick. Right. But my second pick, actually, when you look at it, really has nothing to do with Thanksgiving. Right. But it's it's cute. It's what we grew up on. So. Awful subplots. It's all about I know. eating a big fucking meal of a, a big poultry and, and sides and uh, uh, fall harvest vegetables. Just don't eat that romaine lettuce. Don't have a don't have a starter Caesar salad. Fuck, it'll kill you. Did you see that report today? <laughs> no. Yeah, don't eat. It's uh, we were told by the government not to eat romaine lettuce until further notice. Fuck, I love Caesar salad. Yeah, it's my favorite salad. My favorite. It is the best form of salad. Yes. Can't eat it. Ah, oh, fuck. So anyway, what about like? Could I use red leaf? I mean, you could go get like. 
bib lettuce. Is that the same thing? What about like endive? Baby butter. Endive's a little too spicy for a Caesar. It over the, you know. Oh, that, that'd be a lot of spicy. That'd be a lot of flavor. Yeah. I'll give that a shot. All right, report back. Let us know that endive Caesar was. I'll have that when I make my duck sandwich. <laughs> oh, yeah. How'd that go? Did you ever get the Arby's for that? that? I just I, I haven't slept in like four days. Yeah, well, sleep's overrated. I have to, you don't have to wake up at the crack of dawn to work on Thanksgiving morning like the sadist that I am. Or is it sadist or masochist? Uh-huh. Uh, masochist is when it's self-inflicted. Sadist is when you do it to others. Oh, so, so you're I'm, both. I, I'm both. <laughs> True. Anyway, we're talking about Thanksgiving. And if you want to hear our picks last year, go listen to last year's thank, thankful episode. Uh, it's still up on... Uh, Go to radios.com, Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, you know, wherever you listen. You might even have it downloaded. Give it a re-listen. It holds up. Uh, we picked 10 more things we're thankful for, and I have the priv- privilege of starting. So without further ado, Squeezer, here's my first pick. They have the best time. Well, here they are, Cowabunga. Dude, my favorite heroes of the hand shell, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Michelangelo, speak to me, sweet lips. They're riding in a 61 Cadillac convertible. Hey, dude. Ben Vereen salutes New York, and the Bugs Bunny balloon is on the way when the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade continues live on NBC. We're going to just put how ridiculous Willard Scott is on the back burner for now. We'll get back to that a little later. But that was from, I believe, 1991's Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. It was a clip uh, that was uploaded by uh, Matt when he had his uh, XEXE Entertainment site. Um, And um, this is just to talk about the fact that uh, and it was announced that Ninja Turtles will have a float in this year's parade again. Woohoo! Yeah, so I'm excited. I, I, that's one thing I do like. It's the thing that I, I, upsets me about working is that I miss the parade live. And uh, you know what I realized this year, Squeezer? I went to TiVo it. Uh, CBS also covers it now. I always thought it was just NBC. Interesting. Yeah, CBS has, a, I guess, anyone, I, I, they don't have exclusive rights anymore. But. Um, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles at Thanksgiving has a, a special connotation. I have a story to tell you. So a few years ago, I, I've worked every Thanksgiving for I don't know how long. I don't know, kids, if you don't know this, but uh, there's a, there's an upheaval about stores being open on Thanksgiving and people being like, mm-hmm. you shouldn't have to work on Thanksgiving. Well, if you're watching television on fucking Thanksgiving, there's people working it, especially <laughs> sports and the parade. Uh, you know, like the people at the stores, we're making more money than we usually make because it's a holiday. Most people jump at the opportunity. Yeah, right. And you know, there you know, a couple extra bucks. You get the, you could eat Thanksgiving dinner any time. You could if you're working late, eat it early. If you're working early, eat it late. That's what we do. Uh, to be so, fair, I'm over it though. What? Working it. Fuck that. Been there, done it. Well, you have a child, Squeezer. Well, even before, I love it's my it's like my one of my top seven favorite holidays. So, I like it too, but it's you know it's a day I'm needed, so it's it's a day to work and make a couple extra bucks, and I still I'm home by like three o'clock, so it's not too bad. Yeah, I don't disagree. I don't I don't disagree. It's my person. I just I, I look forward to this day. I like I like taking advantage of the people that it's not even taking advantage of. 
Right, but uh, there's I like no- knowing that there's people out there working for me, so right. I can watch TV. But there's nothing wrong with I'm what I'm saying is there's nothing wrong with working on Thanksgiving. No. But because of weather, I don't know what was it now? Uh, five years ago, six years ago, I think it was five or six years ago. Weather snow game. Yeah, uh, not the snow game, not the game they play in the snow. The one that it was canceled. Oh, it moved to Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we actually, it was my first Thanksgiving day where I didn't work in, I don't know, 12, 15 years. Uh, at that point, I didn't know what to do. I woke up in the morning and I didn't have plans because I never make plans at Thanksgiving because up until like the day before, I thought I was working. So I put on Netflix. This was, you know, um, shit. I mean, I'm, I'm talking like it was forever ago but it was like 2014 i think and um teenage mutant ninja turtles the movie was on so i spent my day yeah i watched teenage mutant ninja turtles the movie the which is fucking fantastic i might even told the story before i had some heinekens and i ate elio's pizza and it was a fantastic that sounds like a fantastic thanksgiving well i watched i woke up i put the parade on because i love the parade Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm like, I don't have anywhere to go. Anywhere to go. For the same go. reason you love mediocre television. Live mediocre television. Right. Well, I just I just enjoy, like, it, now, like, Al Ro- I'm no one's going to ever beat Willard Scott how ridiculous he was. But, you know, Al Roker gets up there with his <laughs> campiness and, you know, Al Rokerness. Uh, but, you know, I put the parade on. It's back on. I mean, like, I'm doing other things. The parade's on. You know, I'm clean. I'm doing the dishes, cleaning up my kitchen. This was the old apartment, the old set of our show. You know that old apartment. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the parade's over. It's like I don't know, twelve, one o'clock, and I'm like, well, what do I do? I have Elio's in the freezer because you know, before it snows, you got to go out and get Elio's pizza and beer, so you have the essentials. Uh, I threw a, a slice, which is technically three slices of Elio's in the oven. Uh, Are you serious? I, yeah, you, what? What? Seri- like one Elio's pizza is like three servings. Well, it's it's. Or one... you eat the whole box. No. <laughs> what? What's wrong with that? Why are you laughing at me? No, like one rectangle of Elio's has three yeah. perforations, has two perforations in it to to break into three. Oh no! iPhone sized rectangles. Is that considered three servings. I, I don't know what the nutrition facts is. I'm just speaking of perforation wise. Probably like probably like six servings. Yeah, it's probably six. I don't. I, don't, I, I honestly, I've never used those perforations, so I don't understand. I I, see, I like to take a pizza cutter and cut down the perforations and eat them separately. It, it it's better for I like I'm a ranch dipper. Okay. So it's it's better ranch dipping. Especially Elio's. Elio's is my favorite pizza. I know I'm a monster. I mean, I like New York style, like a Joe's and West Village the best. But I mean, if you're talking frozen pizza, you you can't go fancy because it's not going to be fancy. You go for Elio's. And frozen pizza. Yeah. yeah. So I Would threw. Would you believe that I enjoy store brand? I don't know. That's that's makes sense too. Elio's is next thing to store brand. Uh, I just like Elio's because I've been eating it since I was like three. Mm-hmm. So I th- I threw one. Double perforated rectangle of Elio's in the oven. And I, I turned on Netflix to see what was on. And I saw TMNT, the movie, was on. I'm like, fuck, I'm watching this. 
put it on. I have a few Heinekens, and I'm sitting there eating my Elios, drinking my Heinekens, really enjoying myself. I'm like, this is a good Thanksgiving. <laughs> this is what people who have off do. No, not really. They get together with families and loved ones and enjoy <laughs> each other's warm embrace and eat a huge uh, meal that took time and uh, preparation to put together uh, and, you know, watch football and, and share stories and play board games. For that one day, I had Elio's Pizza, watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and drank some beers. It was perfect. What what you're describing is what other people call Saturdays. <laughs> well, I don't get those squeezers, so i got to make the most out of a Thanksgiving off. Oh, absolutely. No, it's a lovely, it's sweet that you have those l- late childhood memories. <laughs> Uh, so you're, you're just a kid. You're pretending to eat your pizza. You're you're you know you're pretending that you're eating pizza with the turtles. Oh yeah, absolutely. You gotta yeah, Mikey especially. But I I do love that first TMNT movie. That thing is oh, it's fantastic. perfect. And so I'm excited to see what uh, is in store for us in this year's parade, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles wise. Last I think they were on, they performed with Panic at the Disco. I think like uh, two or three years ago. So. What if they went and went old school and did like the Pizza Hut coming out of our shell store? Coming out of our shell store. I will I will be so upset. I might not ever be Pe- able to work again if I miss it live. People are aware of the nostalgia factor. Yeah, so I know. Some- I, but there's it won't be. There's more else. money to be made off of selling the toys to kids than like like pandering to us nostalgia nerds for That's true. Unless they had a whole line of toys coming out based on that. That would be awesome. Because we would, I would, and they could charge like twenty dollars a pop instead of ten. And you hear that play school? We'd buy them all. Yeah, right. Like, like you, like you don't know that play school. You fucking with the Ghostbusters variants. Possible to get. Uh, so yeah, that's my first thing. I'm thankful. For. I don't know what I'm thankful for there, uh-huh. but it's my first thing that I'm talking about. You're thankful for drinking alone and eating frozen pizza. <laughs> well, now I don't have to. I Enchantress would watch Turtles with me. And, drink with oh. me with with all of with one eye and shmuff and would just brooding in the background because we haven't fed her yet uh all right on the squeezers first bit what's happening over there guys uh set the scene for us can you uh well loader there's a bunch of really big balloons coming down the street and uh they're all these stupid cartoon characters yeah yeah really i mean if you're gonna make something big it should be cool <laughs> like a big chick <laughs> Like those chick balloons at the porno place? You know, they had their mouth like this, you know, they were just stuck like this. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like there are all these plastic inflatable chicks with their mouths stuck like this. Ooh. Yeah, 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 what's that all about? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Whoa! I just got an idea of something you could do with those dolls, butthead! Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, check it out, okay. It's like, and they <laughs> Whoa. You know what I'm saying? That's a great idea. <laughs> Beavis, you're a genius. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we could take turns. <laughs> hey, Loader, you want in on this? <laughs> God. Well, we'll be back with more holiday family fare from New York's Times Square after these messages. Ooh. You can hear the Hank Hill in his voice. <laughs> yeah. Check that off in your bingo cards. Um, oh. That's a great clip. <laughs> Uh, it's I I watched almost the entire thing. Uh, it fin- so this was uh, the second last episode of the original run. Okay. Uh, 
this aired uh, Thanksgiving of 97, and then the next episode was Beavis and Butthead are dead. And then that was it on MTV. And they knew it going into it because Loader was, you know, basically promoting the end of the show and just, like, almost being happy that they were gone. So he played it up like they were, you know, like like you would if that were even real. And I could even end the show ends with him trying to say, you know, thanks and goodbye, and they're throwing food at him. Uh, they just made fun of his name Loader the entire time. It's <laughs> like they knew that going in. They could have picked anyone. They had to go with Loader. And pretty much it was like a half-hour-long gag of them just saying load. Uh, the best part about this is, and I'm, I'm going to quote directly from the Wikipedia, um, Beavis and Butthead Do Thanksgiving is the only non-canon episode of Beavis and Butthead in season seven. Like, there are canonical episodes. Really? Like like Game of Thrones where you're following the plot. <laughs> it's just, it's, if there was, I don't recall it. But the fact that they refer to this as a non-canon episode, because it is a little different. Um, they're in front of uh, a window in Times Square and, you know, the parade's going by. They actually start the show in front of a porno shop uh, and then it, it proceeds into the MTV studios where they have a sit-down and uh, uh, they talk about giving thanks and stuff with, with Loader. Uh, and it really is... I, I laughed not only because I, you know, grew up finding it hilarious and, you know, boob and... Uh, fart and penis jokes are hilarious yes but it gets to that point where it's like okay we get it and then it's not funny anymore yeah but then this comes around full circle okay to where it's so over the top and unnecessary and just a waste of, of energy and the airwaves that it becomes absolutely hilarious again uh here's my thing on beavis and butthead and i what you just said makes sense like when I went back and watched them a few years ago, uh, it was it's not like like other shows where you could keep watching and over and over and over. But um, like Beavis and Butthead, like you're only laughing sometimes and then you're like, OK, this is dumb. <laughs> like I got yeah. why I like this as, you know, a 13 year old. But mm-hmm. ah. I still think Beavis and Butthead do America holds up. Oh, Beavis and Butthead because do America they're... definitely holds up. Because you you have a plot and a structure and 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 other characters carrying the show, uh, it's almost like this episode was basically mocking the last seven years, saying this is what you were watching, uh, and it's just it's unnecessary and it's over the top. And uh, I I had actually had fun going back, watching it. Actually, compared to my next pick which I thought I was going to be hit with the nostalgia vibe. Uh, it was vice versa. I thought I'd be like, oh, this is so sweet. Whereas my next one, I just wanted to set the house on fire. And this one, I'm like, this is so ridiculous. I have to watch the whole thing. Ah, I, I'm going to go back and watch. I remember it. So I, my dad, I was in like a, a standoff with my dad as to whether or not I was allowed to watch it. My mom thought it was adorable that I liked the stupid show, I think. Mm. She was like, just let him watch it, Jeffrey. But he was kind of like, no. Yeah. Would you believe that uh, Mama Squeezer was opposed to it? Oh, yeah. The w- woman who wouldn't let you watch <laughs> Pee-wee's Playhouse? Of course. <laughs> Were you allowed to watch? We, we had this conversation with Steve, our, uh, a guy who works audio with us this morning. He wasn't allowed to watch He-Man uh, because there's too much sorcery. Well, I would hope not because he's like 20 years older than us. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I, I can just see like 37 year old Steve <laughs> and he's just trying to sit down and back in 1984 mom I wonder what she went no there's sorcery okay no, I think he was he, te- he was microphones he was like he's like 10 years older than us I think or 10 or 12 okay yeah. all right that actually oh it's perfect timing then that's when yeah. you should be watching you man yeah. But he wasn't like, allowed. I came in at the back end. Oh, that's so. Oh, I, well, that's, I, you know, I wasn't allowed to play Magic the Gathering because it's black magic. So, so I'm like the best thing my mom ever did for me. I'm I'm, yeah, true. I'm like ten years younger than this guy, but my parents were like, throw me in front of He-Man and, and just because I was obsessed with He-Man as a kid. Like mm-hmm. you even saw my mom made a cake with Orko on it for me. Mm-hmm. Like they just threw me in front of the TV and let you know let him watch He-Man for a few days. My dad would make as many like episodes back to back on a beta tape and just. Sit me down and with all my toys and let me go to town. They didn't give a shit about sorcery. Uh, That's tragic. That I guess. I don't know. I think it's not at all. Uh, but that's, uh, you know. Yeah, go go back and give Beavis and Butthead uh, do Thanksgiving um, a watch. Don't feel like you have to watch the whole thing. And don't feel, as you're watching it, like this isn't funny. What's funny is it's almost like I'm saying it's a joke in of itself and just try to stick it out and you realize how absurd this entire thing is. I remember being really into the Christmas episodes and the lights like I still steal that uh, little gag with the lights blinking around the logo and the in the, mm-hmm. the bug logo. Like, you know, I, I've, you've seen some of my stuff. Yeah. I, I steal that gag. And yeah. I always love, you know, they're not they're not coming after you as opposed to other lighting effects. Well, I mean, I I didn't. I mean, that's just that's just lights on a logo. That's really not. They 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 can't say that. There's no copyright claim there, Squeezer. Uh, Lucas Films might have some copyright claims against some of the stuff <laughs> I've done. But you know me, I could stretch a fair use claim farther than anybody in the planet. I think. Yeah, and my backup plan is to just leave the country. Like that's my I always have that in the back of my head. First it's New Mexico. Um and then after that, um I'll just go down to the Caribbean and I'll I'll do wedding videos uh for rum and I'll upload it and by the time you get back home you got your wedding's online. Yeah, but why do that when you can just oh, okay, that sounds like a pretty good idea. I'm with you. Yeah, All isn't right. it? Yeah. I'll tell him And Jen. I hate doing I don't do weddings because it's the worst is there anything worse? I would rather work on Thanksgiving and Christmas, and God forbid the Fourth of July. Squeezer, uh, what are we? What are we restricting ourselves to weddings? We could shoot like swimming with dolphins for fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah, but uh, people blow a lot of money on. We- oh yeah, I'm just working for rum, so yeah, yeah, dolphins. Sure. Okay. Uh, what next? Well, uh, then you got to get that underwater housing and shit. Oh wait, I got an iPhone. Yeah, you don't need you shit in my iPhone. You, you just <laughs> degree just, is useless. Yeah, well, at least you learn something that your degree is useless. <laughs> that my degree, my degree and career path is useless. Yeah. Okay, uh, on to my next pick. What I am thankful for. My second pick. Oh, you ringing that bell? I can't concentrate. It's over, Rock. No. I'm the drink. There ain't nothing on ice to the shade now. Limping brisk ice pee here. Except maybe this. And Balboa needs a miracle. Yo, that 
Ah, don't you remember and love those <laughs> old Lipton Brisk Ice Tea commercials? I love that commercial. Uh, so do I. That was one of my favorites. I, I still do the Rocky voice constantly. He's on the drink. Whenever I'm there. <laughs> uh, so uh, basically what I'm talking about is the Rocky movie. So tomorrow, well, tonight, essentially, uh, Enchantress and I are going to see Creed 2. I love fucking Creed. So does she. And I'm a big fan of the Rocky movies. And uh, they're they're always on when we were younger during Thanksgiving. Like they'd have Rocky marathons. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, usually uh, either like the New York station or on like you know like a Pix or something like that. Yeah, like a like one of the stations or like a Turner station. I think a TBS or TNT yeah. would have them. I, for some reason, I always just remember watching the Rockies around Thanksgiving because there's like Thanksgiving usually ends up like this. Ah. Uh, if you you, you you go you wake up and you watch cartoons in the morning, uh, the parade till the parade comes on because you know as a kid you get up or you know I I was asleep I was a sleeping kid my sister would be up at like six watching the fucking that was me Mr Wizard came on at six yeah well it was I was a day off so you get to sleep in and you know it's it's the little break between like the start of school and Christmas break so you take it for what all you can get you wake up and and you're like your mom and your grandma are in the kitchen like working on dinner already and so you're just laying in the living room like a sloth like just watching whatever doing on. nothing like everyone that, else is preparing for you that yeah, exactly that 1934 movie the march of the wooden dolls or whatever it is you know, uh-huh that's on uh, the, march of the toy soldiers march of the toy soldiers that's on uh pix of every year <laughs> the wooden dolls what i don't, I don't know <laughs> Uh, I, I just remember it always being on. Um, and, uh, you know, there's there's Honeymooners marathons on. That's like New Year's and Thanksgiving. Uh, there's, uh, you know, you you watch the parade, and then after you might go to USA because they're doing Cartoon Express on Thanksgiving, showing cartoon, like, Thanksgiving episodes. And then, like, y- you eat dinner, and if the Vikings – I remember in my house if the Vikings were playing on Thanksgiving, which would happen – occasionally like oh my family would feign interest in football why i'd watch but they didn't really give a shit about football otherwise so it was never watching cowboys or lions so when the vikings weren't on like you know if people would just start grandpas would just start passing out on couches and that's when like oh rocky's on oh rocky three's on oh rocky v's on you know you watch as many rocky movies as you could get in in that small amount of time uh, so I think it's only fitting that Creed 2 is coming out uh, on Thanksgiving this year, and I'm really excited to see it. Uh, Squeezer, uh, have you seen? You you know the whole plot behind Creed 2, right? Yes. Oh, I can't. I'm I'm gonna try to sometime between now and Christmas, I'll slip out and we have. We have it's our, on my it's on my definite list. We have the kick- trailer. The trailer is just like ooh chills. I know Ivan Drago's son. It's just perfect. We have our tickets already. We're going to see it tonight. And um, um, we were going to go see it last night, but uh, our seats weren't available. You yeah. have very specific seats. That's We have seats, and our seats are sold out because we wanted to see Wreck-It Ralph 2 also. Yeah. We're going to have to wait till the weekend. And she wants to see that Harry Potter movie, whatever the fuck that is, uh, Fantastic Beasts, and there to find them. Oh, that's a Harry Potter movie? Uh-huh. I'm not I've never read or seen oh. any I I know I'm disappointing a lot of you, but 
I've yeah, never sorry been guys. Harry There's only so much. I, I the only time I see it is when it's on in the break room and the smartest guy that we know is sitting there, just uh, guffawed <laughs> watching. Yeah, he loves it uh, with his chain wallet <laughs> and a dip in. If you're gonna, if if you take any solace in the fact that when Enchantress hears this, she's gonna be mad at me because uh, she loves Harry Potter uh, and she's gonna. And I told her I'd see it with her, but she's she says she's I'm working. I think Tuesday night, so she claims she wants to go see it while I'm working. And, and that's, I think, it, I just feel bad. I don't want to, like, I'd rather see a movie on the interest in with her than make her see a movie alone. I love going to see a movie alone. So do I, but we're not it normal It makes the people. most sense that you don't, you're not going to talk. We're not normal people, Squeezer. That's true. We're monsters. Like, I look at it as a viewing. I'm there to, to watch, enjoy, but at the same time, analyze. And I don't have time for small talk. Because okay. leading up to that, it's popcorn time. <laughs> That's when I stuff my face. I fill up my soda cup with butter, and I go and I dip my popcorn, and I wait for the movie to start, and then I'm done so I can enjoy the movie. Butter-flavored oils, uh, collage, butter, whatever the yeah. fuck that stuff is. Liquid cholesterol. Yes. <laughs> and you're done with all that before the movie starts, right? I prefer to because I want to watch the movie. But then I have to bring something like a toothpick or something because I will start like chewing my nails, like sitting. I have to like gnaw on something, but I don't like to eat during the film. <laughs> during the film. You're so adorable. Thanks. Um Well <laughs> anyway, we're going to see Creed 2 tomorrow. Uh, and I, I will make sure. I hate that buttered oil stuff you put on popcorn. What? Yeah, I hate it. And so I does... actually buy the bottle of it in the grocery store so I can put it on my already pre-buttered movie butter popcorn. <laughs> I tried being healthy and because I, I have like a legit like air po- not an air popper but like the one that like the that red one that looks retro-y. Yeah, we we, we pour them on not... and it spins and. Yeah, we had one. And then you I flip it upside it. down and you got a bowl. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that. But then I realized, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm just going to pour more butter on this and just get the stuff in the bag. And then I had that left over, so I added that to it, and it was phenomenal. <laughs> add that with a couple blocks of cheese, and you're good to go. <laughs> I, like, I'll pour Parmesan and Romano on my popcorn. I have no problem with that. It's just that fake. Oh, uh, that weirds me out. That fake butter. No, I like to have like a slice, you know, like a nice English cheddar next to it. That big, that big butter sludge freaks me out. I like the the salt butter, whatever that. Fl- I have a, a, a pint of that, a liter of that, a quart of that. I'm sorry, in my cabinet because you you mix a flavorful or whatever it is. It's like the butter dust with the salt mixed in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I prefer that. Have Have you ever asked a guy when you order like a popcorn, like just do me a favor, stop halfway and give it to me, and then you go butter it up, and then you can bring it back to him. And he fills it the rest of the way, and then you can butter up the top, so make sure that you penetrate throughout. <laughs> Maybe it's a weight thing. I don't know. Either generational or a weight thing between you and I. No. But, that's uh, a thing you can do. That's nicely. <laughs> the biggest mistake they ever made was putting putting those things out for your own personal use. <laughs> like, who thought this was a good idea? I walk in there, I'm like, I get it. Stadium seating, it reclines, there's a bar. <laughs> Holy shit, I can distribute my own, my own butter. It's like tapping this your is... own beer. Yes. Oh, my God. Before, they have to, you have to, you know what, hang on. 
Let me look. I remember. Have you have you seen the movie Ghost World based on the Terry Clothes comic? Uh, I don't. I don't believe so. Um, Thora Birch plays a character, and she's working in a movie theater, and she's pumping the butter on it, and they're really like falling the noise, like the. It's like Paragon Pro Style Butter Warmer with Pump, one hundred and thirty-two dollars on Amazon. Oh, you could get your own. Add to cart. <laughs> I'm 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 gonna. Add. I'm in Mrs. Squeezer's account, so <laughs> oh, yeah. she's going to go through and see this thing. Merry Christmas. Uh, oh, you got butter warmers. You have, oh, you can get soup ones. I hope she wow, gets you. Wow, you can actually, how much is it? Buttery flavor popcorn topping, gallon only, $19.99 on Prime. <laughs> I can have this in my to my house in, in like 36 hours. Gallon only. Oh, they got a nacho machine. 155 bucks for a nacho warmer. I would like that because the Weiss, uh, the supermarket chain near us, sells that cheese that they sell at movie theaters. And like, well, you can cans. actually get a Paragon Pro Deluxe Number no. Ten Ladle Unit Cam Warmer <laughs> to put that cheese in. <laughs> this is oh, why did I not think of this? Because I was thinking about like designing a, like one day, like my <laughs> thing is I'm gonna have a nice little like home theater, like a legit one, and I. It's going to all start, like, I have this old radio I'm getting at my grandparents' house, and I'm going to gut it and actually turn that into my rack system, but it's going to look like an old uh, Philco radio from, like, the 40s. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But now that I think about it, this is more important than that. <laughs> I, can, I can deal with wires on the floor. You need concessions. <laughs> I, want, I, need, I need a ladle, and it would just be, like, serving bowls, because you don't <laughs> need anything else. You're just a bowl of cheese and a bowl of butter. <laughs> And, uh, oh, that would work great with clams, too. <laughs> oh, this is fantastic. I can't wait till she finds this. Oh, a heavy-duty inversion table with adjustable heads. Yeah, you're going to need that heavy-duty one for sure after buying this shit. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, I got to get off this or I'm actually going to buy something. All right, well, relax. Uh, so, yeah, I'm thankful for the Rocky movies and that there's so many of them so you could have marathons. Uh, I might, oh, I might. Ones that they have at the theater, sorry, are, those are over $1,000. Ah, well, yeah, I mean, that's high quality. I can, let me look into that, though. Yeah, look into it. But on, in the meantime, let's hear about your second pick. You ready? Uh, yeah. Okay. Mayflower, Mayflower, sailing proud and free. What in the sweet hell is that? It's the opening theme song to Mouse on the Mayflower. I, when I the saw the 1968 you... animated Thanksgiving television special created by Rankin Bass Productions. What? It was it stop motion? No, no, it was a cartoon. Oh, okay. Rankin Bass it, it was, was a cartoon. Famous for their yeah, uh, this their uh, yeah. So this came out right yeah. after they had just done Little Drummer Boy. Okay, and that was uh, which was their initial. And that was stop animation. motion, though. Yes. Yes, that was stop motion. This was animation. And 
but it was produced by, I guess, is it pronounced Toei? Toei? T-O-E-I, a Japanese animation company. Oh, yeah. Um, they were one of the first. They were actually uh, amongst the first to uh, output, outsource their work in uh, this company in Japan to do their commission. And they would go on to do a few other shows uh, you might have seen. So they, the first one that they that they did with them was The Wacky World of Mother Goose. And okay, then The right. Mouse and the Mayflower uh, was the second movie that they had outsourced. You've talked Other about companies, the Mother Goose one. That? You've talked about that Mother Goose one on this show before, right? Did I? I, I think you did. I may have. Hmm. Um, Spider-Man. Uh, Strawberry Shortcake. Uh, G.A. Joe, a real American hero. Inspector Gadget. My Wait, Little Pony Transformers. Oh, you're talking about the Japanese house, right? Yes, this company. Muppet Babies. Those are filmation, yeah. And then Gem, Voltron, Transform. I mean, they basically did it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, Flintstone Kids, Police Academy, uh, Real Ghostbusters, um, and then they did that weird Starship Trooper show that, like, in the late like two thousand something. Kind of liked it. Not gonna lie. Um, the acting was uh, actually superior to. I don't want to shit on Casper Van Dien. I'm a big fan, but I bought the characters more. Not gonna lie. Um, so. I remember this vividly. I thought I did. Um, and my, my all-time favorite, of course, is uh, This is America, Charlie Brown, with the Mayflower episode. There's Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, and then there's the Mayflower one. I love the Mayflower one. Um, but I also remember watching uh, The Mouse and the Mayflower, which it's kind of like, uh, well, to be fair, Fievel... Uh, it didn't come out yet, but it's like a when you've seen Fievel first and then this, this feels like you're ripping off Fievel, even though it came out like what, like 20 years earlier. Right. So it's the story Wait, of uh, Oh, this came out 20 years before Fievel. Yeah. When okay, did Fievel yeah. come out? Eight, late 80s? Middle uh, 80s? Mid 80s, yeah. Mid 80s. Well, this came out in 68. Um, but I was a dumb kid, so you, know, you don't know any better. Uh, but it, it's the story of William Mouse, uh, told by his great, 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 uh, probably like 375th great grandson. Because what what do mice live like a, a year, mm, six yeah, months? I guess. Yeah, I'll take your word. Um, for it. Yeah, I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not a, a mouseologist. Zoologist. Uh, yeah, mouse. What's someone that studies mice? It's called a mouseologist. Everything that I know from about mice, I learned from uh, Mouse on the Motorcycle and uh, Master Splinter. He's a rat. Much. He is a rat, but he's, you know, he's... They're the same thing. Sure. Um, so, uh, it, and he is voiced by uh, Tennessee Ernie Ford. Oh, um, right, Tennessee Ernie Ford. Yes. Are you aware? No. Oh, okay. He he was big uh, back then in the sixties, and he was one of those. Uh, uh, Nelson would have loved to have seen him uh, on their way to the Wigs Wigs Fear, like that. Uh, oh, Andy Williams, Southern, Southern yeah. Andy Williams, Southern Baptist, uh, uh, good time Jesus singing kind of guy. Um, and man, I I I, I forgot. Maybe I didn't pick up on it just because I'm like, oh, look a mouse. And I'm also watching a cartoon in school, so I'm getting out of doing work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we actually watched this in Sunday school, which made me realize it, that you you would lose your mind. It's very, it's just 
all about Jesus. And it's it's all about, you know, to be fair, it was a lot uh, because the pilgrims were there for, you know, religious freedoms, as long as it's their religion, the irony of that. Um, But yeah, there's, uh, you would think it's all about um, Thanksgiving and the trip on the Mayflower. Uh, It's very little of that. So they create. They took basically. They took Thanksgiving, and built all these strange subplots around it. Um, so there's these two pirates, whose plan it is because the pilgrims uh, gave the boat captain uh, a lot of gold. So their plan was to get the boat into a storm, and sink it in the ocean, and in in the. Uh, uh, Calamity, steal the gold, get on a rowboat, and row back to England. Yeah. That, I mean, even, I'm thinking, this is not the best of plans. I would think of something a little better. Um, maybe a laundering operation. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't I don't think, one, surviving the storm, and then you have to escape in a rowboat, and then head out of the storm in a rowboat back to England. Um, with no provisions. I don't think they planned for that. Uh, and at the same time, once they get to the New World, uh, they come across this uh, Indian, uh, not necessarily an, uh, an Indian and his uh, grizzly bear, because uh, this grizzly bear got lost coming down from Canada uh, and became friends with this guy. And he was the incompetent uh, sidekick to this bad Indian. And they realized that because they're a bunch of, what do they call them? Like, un... Uh, basically because they're both like shady fellers, uh, they immediately got it. So this Indian and these pirates come up with a scheme to steal all the gold. Right, uh, as yes. Indians and pirates it, do in old, yes. old in the All this going on during yeah. Thanksgiving. Um, meanwhile, uh, uh, passengers John Alden and Priscilla Mullins um, have a very awkward and strange romance that is really uncomfortable. Because um, this John Alden, um, it actually kind of hit close to home how incompetent he is at trying to court a young lady. Uh, and it's completely unnecessary. It has no point in... Like, on Honestly, um, what, what was... Uh, uh, John Boyega and uh, uh, what's her name in Star Wars? Oh, like, Rose. Rose, yeah. Uh, so, so Finn and Rose, their story mattered more to the outcome of the film than this romance. Hmm. It, 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 it made. I'm watching this. I'm like, I am so confused, and I was so disappointed too. I'm like, I, I really watched this, or I, I look back on this through the rosiest of rose-colored uh, nostalgia glasses. Not only have I, mean, I never watched this, I've never heard of it. Really, I, w- I want you to go back and watch this and um, play a drinking game every every time uh, they, they force some kind of awkward storyline or subplot uh, into the movie, you take a drink. Yeah, all right, okay. You'll be hammered 10 minutes in. <laughs> all right, that sounds good. Uh, okay. Um, 
I'm I'm sorry. I know there's people out there that are probably like so pissed right now because they love this damn movie. I came into it so excited to talk about how much I love Mouse and the Mayflower. It doesn't hold up. But it, it you don't have to rewatch it. Just remember what. Yes, don't don't. When I say go back and rewatch Beavis and Butthead because it's ridiculous, do it. Stick to your memory of Mouse and the Mayflower. Don't yeah. go back and watch it. If you it. have a good memory of it, stick to that because, yeah, apparently it doesn't hold. This movie that I never heard of doesn't hold up. <laughs> or if you're a masochist like like us, go back and uh, enjoy yourself on Thanksgiving. Also a sadist, apparently, is what I am also. Uh, yes. All right. Uh, Sadomasochist. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> I'm glad there's plenty of terms. Here's my next one. So this is the new hurricane. Glad it's on our side, Hondo. Tracker here. Assemble masks. Intruder closing in. It's the Venom Stinger. Look out! <laughs> Hurricane engaged. Vehicles each sold separately with a figure. Firefly heading for the sky. Mask, where illusion is the ultimate weapon. I'm getting out of here. Mask, Hurricane, Firefly, and Stinger each sold separately. New from Canada. So this was a commercial for a mask from Kenner. But what I'm talking about, Squeezer, is I'm thankful for the Kenner Action Toy Guides. We have mm -hmm. did a whole episode on Kenner toys. Uh, we haven't covered every Kenner toy, but we talked a lot about a lot of our favorite lines in the, in the Kenner since Kenner's been around. And I could talk about the Congo action figures till I'm blue in the face, Squeezer, but that's not why I'm here. I'm here to talk about <clears throat> that beautiful little pamphlet that was about the size of a Nintendo strategy uh, instruction book for your NES mm -hmm. cart <clears throat> that had basically a rundown of everything that Kenner was putting out at that time. So there was like two pages of Batman figures, two pages of Ghostbuster, two pages of Beetlejuice, two pages of Nerf, two pages of, you know, whatever. And this would be kind of your uh, <clears throat> you've you've got your Sears wish book. You got I'm um, JC Penney's has one. You know you you get your Black Friday circulars, uh, which on, I'm sorry they come Thanksgiving, and and that's like a big part of Thanksgiving, getting all the toy circulars and and department store circulars and going through, and and before your mom could see what's on sale, you ruin them by I don't know. It, there was there was just like having it and seeing it. Uh, almost like what crazy people do with vision boards. You know, you cut it out, you put it on the thing, and you will it to exist. That's kind of what we did as kids. You know, uh, we just willed that we would have it. And the Kenner Action Toy Guide was something. So if you'd buy like a, like a like a bigger Nerf toy or like a vehicle, you'd get one of these Kenner Action Toy Guides, and they were just so freaking cool. And the, the way they posed everything. So there was a lot of uh, come Thanksgiving and the time around it, looking at these Kenner Action toy guys and, and catalogs and magazines and plotting what you wanted for Christmas. Not of necessarily which you would get or even ask for, but it's you know it's your own inner monologue, Squeezer. Mm -hmm. um, oh, it's by far like there's that that memory of having that book and just it's I don't know it's 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 the child's bible of the early 90s oh sure the counteraction toy guide uh, 
where I, you know, you learned about the claw starting lineups that you didn't ever want. Um, Capital critters. Yeah, that was always a bummer when it's like you're wasting pages on these. Yeah, right. Uh, Savage Mondo, uh, Racers, Jurassic Park, Technozoids, the Shack Attack line, <laughs> uh, Legends of Batman, The Shadow, Predator Toys, Batman Animated Series, Rat Fink, uh, Megaforce. <laughs> I forgot about Rat Fink. The Police Academy Toys, Robocop, Ultra Police, of course, the real Ghostbusters, Shadow Strikers, Swamp Thing, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I'm, I'm just looking at different pictures and and and, and uh, action toy guides throughout the years uh, <clears throat> uh blast jets building blasters later on it would add nerf to it and um i, I don't know these little these little books are just little pieces of freaking magic in my mind and uh, oh you get so excited we never really got to talk about mask either and I'm going to save it for a later show, and I know we're going to talk about it, as Conrad would say, in long form later down the line. But uh, did you have mask toys growing up? Uh, one or two. I, I had a they, few. What, what, what they, were they kind of just uh, got intermingled and mixed in with the G.I. Joes. Okay. I was um, pretty much into mask. My brother was in the G.I. Joes, but I was in the mask, and I had, the car- I'd, I had a car cartoon tape from FHE family home entertainment that I'd watch all the time. And I had a few of the toys and I, I was really, really into them. Uh, but, uh, yeah, these Kenner action toy guides, uh, you can find them on eBay. They go for, they go for sometimes more than the toys that are in them themselves. <laughs> uh, so, you know, the rarity is, is out there, but, uh, if you find them, uh, pick one up They're they're, they're pretty neat and just to, to flip through and little, little, piece of your past and styles are there so i'm i am yeah, thankful for the kenner action toy buy and i still have in my uh collection of stuff that i i had from a kid my mask t-bob uh and scott tracker toy oh nice <clears throat> i looked like a little r2d2 that was like a motorcycle no nah, it was uh the, all those there were mask would always brag that uh comes with an action figure unlike the hasbro gi joe line which didn't come with an action figure all the time but uh then they would they would start packing them into uh uh, as i keep clearing my throat here uh shall we continue on squeezer to your third pick yes let us continue to give thanks for the things we love i need a bunch of plastic uh something like uh garbage bags heavy duty kind heavy duty garbage bags yeah and this bamboo scaffolding about 100 feet should do it can we discuss this no you don't want to know right now you got to find an excuse to assemble the scaffolding under that lean-to can you handle that i think so Is this uh, Chippendale's Rescue Rangers? <gasps> Blasphemy. Uh, are you gonna it go does kind of sound like it, doesn't it, it? It does sound exactly like it. Are we going to talk? Should I carve out uh, four hours of my life for you to go over a plot of MacGyver? 
Oh, no, no, I'm not going to go full plot on MacGyver, uh, except it, it's at this point where, so he's building his planet, <laughs> and he doesn't reveal it until later, um, or the guy re- realizes it, that he's building a ultralight plane uh, out of bamboo and a fan prop and an engine that he has and duct tape and those bags so that he and uh, this guy uh, can escape the jungle. Oh. Yeah. Um, I'm talking duct tape. Now, I know it sounds weird. That's not very Rad Years-ish. But it all depends on what you do with the duct tape. Okay. And there was also a fad. Uh, early 90s, I want to say, they they had uh, all like those little gimmick. Uh, I don't know if they still even have them, but something that you would buy at like a, a, a Hallmark store maybe. But it would be like the handyman duct tape like survival guide or something. And it would be like a, a joke book, and it would come with the most mediocre, awful non-sticky roll of duct tape you could ever find uh and that's like what you would give someone like their stocking for christmas i think we got that from my grandfather wait tell me this again what is this uh there used to be like they would have like a joke book like a a parody and it would be like an instruction manual and stuff about how to use duct tape and what you could do the you know how to save the world with duct tape and what you can build with just duct tape Hmm, and it would come with a roll of duct tape not very good duct tape mind you um me personally, like it was my go-to, and I loved MacGyver. My grandfather loved MacGyver, and he was obsessed with it too. So he would just give me rolls of duct tape, and I would just mess around with it. Hmm. Uh, and that was like our one of our go-tos, you know, at Thanksgiving too, because we would go to their house uh, very early on at Thanksgiving. He they didn't have a ton of toys around the house, but like he worked, he was a Sony rep, and so he had every gimmick, gadget, gizmo you can imagine, and you would just play with all this old tech you know from the 70s and 80s and things was like you just go around with like multiple like sony walkmans and like you know use your imagination um he also had an intellivision which is pretty awesome uh even though i had a nintendo the i was already like wow this is yeah i was i was the same way i was like oh i was into the retroness of like the intellivision and all those other things i was like ah fuck good stuff let's you know, yeah yeah i still think it's one of the better baseball games out there it's baseball for television um but i would just play you'd hand me a roll of duct tape and i would just go to town um and so my we, we would i would start like the basic thing no one makes great chinese footballs duct tape, duct tape. <clears throat> fantastic chinese footballs um but it was when we were older, and it was me and a friend, and we had this goal, and we were going to make a suit of armor, like a knight's armor uh, from the Middle Ages out of duct tape. Oh. Uh, not unfeasible. I'm sure someone's probably already done it. But we started with a gauntlet, uh, the glove, if you will. And it's a fully functional, articulate uh, gauntlet that we built. Probably took about two, three rolls of duct tape. When you realize how long a roll of duct tape is, uh, that's quite a lot. But, like, all the fingers articulated. Um, it fit actually quite nicely. Uh, and it even it went so far down, like, the wrist, you know, to cover your forearm. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and then eventually that was going to be added in with the, uh, the rest of the sleeves, helmet, um, you know, full uh, duct tape armor suit. Well, that's pretty cool. Never made a pasta glove. Finished a glove, and that's where we tapped out. Well, that's... Uh, 
lot of work. When you think about it, it would probably cost about a thousand dollars in duct tape, right? Um, and it, at you know whatever age we were, that was not feasible. Uh, it wasn't in our budget. Yeah, you guys were good for about a roll that you stole from your grandpa. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, or a steal from my dad or whatever. And then you're looking for it, and you know it's nowhere to be found. Now I have like 70 randomly torn off different color rolls of duct tape around my house. Mm-hmm. You could have, little squeezer could have made that. I might just go and get another roll just to mess around with. It's fun to play with. There's a case of gaff tape in my office. You could build your pseudo armor with that. So let's see, at $16 a roll, uh, we're looking at about $5,000 maybe for a suit of armor. But that could be the Black Knight. There you go. That'd be pretty sweet. A couple rolls are white though, so. Oh, I can I can use that for. I'll, I'll do like a cool like C3PO red arm. Like I'll do like a, a a white arm of some kind, or maybe like on the hinges, or I'll work something out. Yeah, we got to get that day glow pink and green for stage Ooh. stuck gaff tape too. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, but I. But yeah, I I am thankful for uh I am thankful for duct tape and all the fond memories that it has provided me. That's a good. And a I good promise pick. you, n- next time I I will bring you a MacGyver episode <laughs> that I can uh, reiterate uh to the credits. So can we wait till the summer so I can get outside and mow my lawn? <laughs> uh, maybe we'll do it next time we have like a snowstorm. You can go out and shovel, uh, okay. and I'll I'll ramble on uh <laughs> step by step. Uh, line by line, uh, interior, exterior, night, day of a MacGyver episode. Uh, all right, here's the next thing I'm thankful. This is a little long, but stay with it. It's um, Willard Scott at his finest. Channel 4 wishes you and your family a very happy Thanksgiving. NBC's live coverage of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade continues with our host, Willard Scott. Bring it action. He's got spiderweb rays coming out of his hands. He can cling to tall buildings, and he's looking for Octopus, the Green Goblin. Spider-Man, you know, is just a wimpy little guy named Peter Parker. He was bitten by a spider, and that gave him all the strange and wonderful powers of the spider. Ever since then, he's been tracking down and fighting the forces of evil. I hope he doesn't mistake me for a kingpin. I don't weigh 400 pounds. I'm getting close. Uh, I do have hair sometimes. Spider-Man is furnished by Marvel Entertainment Group, and he's marvelous. Just marvelous. Rita Coolidge sings higher and higher. Jill Schultz skates with the Peanuts Gang. And the Woody Woodpecker Balloon bobs down Broadway when our parade continues live on NBC. So this is about him explaining the Spider-Man balloon. So Spider-Man, with web rays coming out of his hands, fights (laughs) Octopus the Green Goblin. Peter Parker, the wimpy kid, is Spider-Man. Uh... I, you and I know more than anything. You could write a, a perfectly good script in front of a, the legendary broadcaster's face, and he will still he he'll still butcher the joke. You're you're bitter after this morning yet, aren't you? Yeah, I really had something good, and that was a really funny. That was a great little uh, tidbit that you had there. But uh... yeah, I produced a little <laughs> bit of business, typed it all up. I even typed like. Talking points that weren't used. Uh, instead, you know. Oh, those are Jordans. Yeah. Um, totally fucking uh, butchered my whole premise, but that's what uh, that's what broadcasters do. Willard Scott, Octopus, the Green Goblin. 
don't get me wrong, it, it's a hard job. It is. It is. It, it is. But I know some people that are very good at it. Um, I'm not saying that this particular person isn't very good at it. No, no, no. I, I'm saying, uh, especially, I feel like the more... And I'm not saying uh, Willard Scott wasn't... I mean, I grew up with Willard Scott announcing floats, my favorite floats. And he was Ronald, the first Ronald McDonald. So, but, I mean, he's just like a classic, like Ron Burgundy, Willard mm-hmm. Scott. So is the person we're talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a legend... But would read whatever you put on the prompter, just as you put. Yes, it. it's in Chinese. <laughs> uh, so this is mainly about like wa- again. I talked about watching television on um, on Thanksgiving, and it's mm-hmm. it's seeing those commercials. Like like they would uh, rarely do you see commercials cater to ch- to children in prime time. And if you're watching a Thanksgiving special or a Christmas special. Uh, you're going to get like the the Saturday morning cartoons like the cereals and the fucking uh uh toy commercials hardcore to you so it's like like after at nighttime is not rarely is 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 not normally for kids it's normally for your parents you watch your parents shows and the commercials are for like Diet Coke and you know you know Bud Light. There's rarely and the the McDonald's commercials are for like Mac Tonight. Rarely were there like all the kid oriented Happy Meal and and uh, sugary cereal. You know you're seeing stuff for fucking Honey Bunches of Oats and Cheerios, not like Honey Nut Cheerios and Fruit Loops. So you know what I'm saying. The difference like on Saturday morning, you're used to seeing commercials catered to you, but that's mm-hmm. it. It may be on Disney afternoon, you know, after school, but rarely in prime time do you see commercials catered towards you. But on like a Thanksgiving night during you watching like a special movie or something, you're going to see some, you know, you're going to get stuff catered to you. And that's when you start also building your wish list along with the catalogs and Kenner guides. Uh, so it's always like the result, t- tele- watching television is always is it, it goes hand in hand with Thanksgiving, in my opinion, that's why I, you know, mm-hmm. that's why we always work on Thanksgiving, and that's why, um, like the parade and sports are so big on on Thanksgiving because television people people want to watch TV and they want to eat. That's all they do, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's a shop. lazy holiday. It's a lazy holiday, and it, except except for the people that bust their ass putting a meal on a table for you. Yeah, well, those people. Yeah. yeah. I do that on Christmas, uh-huh. squeeze. I enjoy cooking though, so. I do. I do too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I. You actually made me realize something. I really appreciate about the season, is all those late night, kid specials. It's just nice to see. I just. I don't know what it is about it, but I enjoy, seeing that block in that prime time. Yeah, of, it's it's it's, it's like catering to kids in a time that normally isn't. Okay, Halloween, you might see some. And in the whole the whole holiday season, and then you get your occasional one peppered in here and there, you know, maybe not even till Easter, but for the most part, that that time of the day is, you know, res- <clears throat> reserved for your parents, not the kids. But it was always good seeing, like you never know, like watching Rudolph with twenty million other kids at the same time on CBS. There's something special mm-hmm. to that, <clears throat> which isn't doesn't happen anymore, you know. Because nah. you can watch Rudolph whenever the fuck you want, wherever you want, not even on television, on it, like your phone. 
So it, it's like, just, it's not the same. Like but. getting ready for this show. Like I know it wasn't part of the work. We talked about it, I think last year, but I ended up watching some like the Garfield Thanksgiving, uh, uh, special or the Christmas special. Right. Um, which is like the most heartwarming thing ever, but there is something about it because I'm just watching it on YouTube in my basement, you know, taking notes on other stuff that it wasn't the same. It, it's that look, people are like, Oh, you're just sitting there watching TV, but it's, it's our fireplace. You know, it's our gathering point. And we're not just sitting there staring at the TV mindlessly. The families gather there. You make small talk. Same. That's why well, we, football, we, we football didn't talk, but works so well. We didn't talk, but there was something, there was something well, that kids didn't under, don't, won't understand today about getting as excited for a television event. Like, mm -hmm. like, cause now again, you watch whatever you want on your own time, but like the once a year that they broadcast Rudolph, like was an event, even if you had it taped, like it was an event to watch it. Frosty was an event. All the Christmas specials were events. Like you did not miss them. Like, and, and it was something planned for Like we're staying in tonight to watch Rudolph. That's what we're doing. That's that's mm -hmm. the plan tonight, and and that's always cool. I don't even know, you know, I I really don't know how it works anymore. But back then, that was cool, and and just it starts with Thanksgiving, the mm -hmm. official kickoff to the Christmas holiday season, and that's my fourth thing that I'm thankful for: television on Thanksgiving, and uh, squeeze your next one. Uh, can I can I interject real quick? Sure. Uh, I want to give everyone a heads up. This is um, of the douches of the highest variety, and you are going to not probably be surprised at all um, that nothing has changed. The story here is that if there are any delays, they'll be coming up later on tonight. Chicago had, a, uh, had like I guess Milwaukee was the airport that was closed earlier today. Chicago had some snow, but they're expecting snow in the northeast from Washington and uh, Philadelphia and New York two to four inches as I understand in New York that could cause some delays there so the thing to do is to call your airline and find out if you're going to have a delay and don't forget to leave the house early the uh, if you can get to the airport you're halfway there the problem is on the roads here the highways are slick and the driving is very slow Brenda well Chris now that you're already there if you're uh, planning to hop on a plane happy Thanksgiving to you <laughs> I'll uh, I just might get one if there's a seat left I'll go <laughs> I'm sure you will thanks for you being too. with us from the airport there what the hell are they talking about? <laughs> it's the same shit they talk about for the last 20 plus years. Why would he hop is, on a plane and where would he go? I don't know because this is what you, we just talked about this. This is what they do. I might just get on one. Yeah, I might just get on one. And go where, asshole? I don't, and I don't want to I don't want to bash on Craig or whatever the hell his name was. Uh, I mean, this was 1989. Um, and they were doing the same holiday travel news story that you see today. You saw it last year. You saw it last week. And this this actually came to me when – so originally I was going to do like Black Friday shopping kind of thing. Right. And I was going to do stories about Black Friday shopping. Right. And then this morning um, the news was on and they immediately go right to the holiday travel story. I'm like, this this is perfect. This has been going on forever. And believe it or not, um, airlines and roads um, and, and even rail tend to get congested on the holiday season. Because did you know it is the busiest travel day of the year, Ryan? Well, 
Really? I like how this year, no shit. this year, and I, it probably is every year, but it's like, this is going to be the the biggest year ever for travel. Yeah. Well, the population how, how grows every year, correct? How, how about just at some point, everyone just goes, you know what? Fuck it. I'm staying home. Yeah. Why not? But I, I, I just love the, the fact that I was digging around and I was settling. All right. I'll find a, a slightly old news clip. The fact that I found one. And this is a longer piece. I that's a thing I just cut. There were some man on the street interviews. Um but 1989. You honestly, if it weren't for the slight difference in in quality, which you could even just chalk that up to uh you know, compression, uh YouTube compression if you wanted to. Right. It's the it you could think that's the exact same news story just if you didn't look at the quality in 4 by 3 and you just heard that, you could assume that that story just ran yesterday. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Right on the point with that. And, and it probably and, did. They might even use the same script. Do you think... Same script. Same... Do you think they even use... This, they definitely you, use the same B-roll. You just, you just, you just say, oh, uh, you throw in a, oh, if I get through TSA joke, you know, nowadays. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hmm. uh, but, yeah, it's... It's not a story. It's and it's just filler, and it really is just people just trying to get by um, in their uh, menial jobs to support their alcohol addiction. <laughs> Squeezer, you're talking about yeah. us. How many filler yes. stories have you and I produced and pretty much uh, cranked out in our life? How many have we done total? I mean, I we, there's hard to put a number on it. All right, so take that and then minus two. Hmm. You know what? No. They're all filler. It really is just filler. That's what television is. It's just, it's just, it's just the space. TV People that are you watch, it's just using... the space in between commercials that pay to get you to buy things. Well, see, here's the difference between podcasts and television is what I would say. Television is definite filler because you're watching, you're doing nothing, you're just filling time. At least with a podcast, like you're either, you could be unloading the, dishwasher you could be driving to work you could be doing your laundry you could be mowing the lawn yeah i'm but, very productive so you can get a lot done while listening to filler right which is what you're doing right now <laughs> right but when but, you're watching television you're kind yeah. of not doing anything yeah uh, and, and they know that and they know no one's watching and but they still know people no they know everyone's they, watching they know no one's everyone's doing anything. watching and they know that they can get away with doing the story because there are still people out there that would actually think, I wonder what the travel conditions are going to be like this year. It's comfort and food. believe it or not, they're going to play it up like it's the end of the fucking world. It's comfort food, Squeezer. It's the reason why McDonald's has pretty much had the same menu since they existed. It's comfort. It's that blanket <laughs> of the sameness that every year you're going to hear a travel Thanksgiving story. Yeah. Every year they're going to be on the plane. Every year they're going to be at the airport. Every first snowstorm they're going to be in a parking lot. They're going to be talking about the the road conditions and how much we're getting and what will be closed. <laughs> it's this, it's the blanket you need to have it. Uh, and I'm not saying I'm better than anyone because I watch it and right. I love it. Right. You need to watch it. Sometimes I watch it for slightly different reasons because I love to just rip into it and I find it hilarious. To me, it's like it's the same reason that you know, like going back to that Beavis and Butthead clip. If it's almost like you look at it as an inside joke, even if it's not. Poor Kent. Or Craig, or, or whatever his name was. Craig Loader. Uh, <laughs> great pick, Squeeze. Um, you're, you've been thankful for a lot of good things, so have I. I'm on to my last one. 
Uh, it's kind of similar to last year, what I talked about, but I pulled a different clip. So here we go. Tis the season to be sharing, Fred. Happy holidays, pal. Oh, Fred. Fruity and Cocoa Pebbles cereals, part of this nutritious oh, breakfast. Oh, oh. So one thing that I'll forever be thankful for is breakfast cereal. And this sugary garbage breakfast cereal is my favorite. I'm not interested in anything that's healthy for you. So I got a little announcement to make, Squeezer. You know, I try to like, I go through spurts where I try to pump out as much as I can for the blog. I, I did a lot for the summer vacation. I really mm-hmm. tore into my psyche and, and pulled out a lot of personal stories that are still up there that you could read about how I spent my summers as a youth. And then I kind of died down a little bit. You know, life catches up to you. You don't have time to write one every day. But uh, I'm here to commit again. Starting on December 1st, I will offer. Oh boy. Yeah, I will offer all of you the 25 days of RK cereal. <laughs> I like this. So I have um, on top of my refrigerator, and Enchantress is probably getting peeved at it, at least 15 different boxes that I bought in the last month. We're going to go through Halloween cereals this year, some Christmas cereals from last year that I have that are an open. Every box will be opened in front of you. So they're unopened boxes. I will, I will open. I will show the picture of the closed box. I will video it, and you might even get some YouTube content out of this. So each each day is going to be a blog about the cereal I ate that day, a review, and maybe a little story about Christmas from my past, starting December first through Christmas Day, the twenty five days of Christmas cereal. It's an advent calendar with cereal and without God, if that makes sense. <laughs> Although some would say Fruity Pebbles is God, so uh, that's, that's that's your sacrament. That's my sacrament. So that's one announcement. But uh, this year, the two new Christmas cereals are uh, hol- winter winter Lucky Charms. But instead of last year, they did a cinnamon vanilla uh, oat piece. This year, they're, it's a chocolate oat piece. So I have that, and I have. That will be on Christmas Eve, and on Christmas Day, they re-released Sugar Cookie Toast Crunch. So that will be my Christmas Day cereal. It came out a couple of years ago. It's uh, it's going to be a fun, fun little run. I got a bunch of cereals. I haven't got some stuff that was discontinued. I managed to pick up some boxes that won't go bad until a few months from Ollie's Outlet. So... Oh, that's that's where you get the good stuff. That's a surprise for you. Stuff that 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 uh, they discontinued. So I got it Ollie's, and I have till January till it goes technically an off sale. But I think cereal, old man Kellogg designed it to last for it through the apocalypse. So well, yeah, it's got that uh, uh, that coating, yeah, the fortification. Fortification. What the fuck was Clark working on? Uh, the uh, non-nutritional cereal non-nutrit- varnish. Non-nutritive cereal varnish. Yeah. Yes. You're welcome. My memory right there for you, Squeezer. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah. So, so I had an idea, Squeezer, where we were gonna go through um, 
uh, Christmas vacation for Christmas and pick out like our favorite things about the movie. Just do a sure. Christmas vacation. So today, uh, Purple Stuff Podcast, which is like the I, uh, the original OG retro podcast, put out mm-hmm. a a podcast doing exactly that. Ah, oh. I know. Oh, listen, it's it's good. Yeah, but but I was hoping to to do that. Yeah. Uh, but they didn't. I, what I wanted to talk about isn't really talked about, so I say we still do it. All right, we'll do something about. It. I mean, I was gonna talk about it at some point because it's probably possibly the most important holiday film of my life. Yeah, that that's up there. Uh, and, was... and even and now where you know where things stand, it means even more to me. You know, a lot of fond memories about that movie. Me too. You know, even as like a five year old. Yeah, it was, since it came out, eighty nine, I was um, seven. Uh, six. Yeah. And uh, my dad. Got it. We we watched it on pay per view immediately. Obviously, recorded it and we watched it constantly because my dad was a huge Clark Griswold fan, and that movie probably was like the one of the first Christmas movies I remember. And then Scrooge Two was another big one. So yeah, those are the my I think my two formative ones, even more so than people love Christmas Story. But uh, uh, I'm not going to I'm not going to bring up Christmas story. I I'll, don't want the hate. I'll even put up Home Alone on there. I'm a big Home Alone fan squeeze. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Home Alone is uh, I would put it in my top five. Like if I had to pick five holiday movies, that's that's one of them. Yeah, I'd pick. I mean, Die Hard, Batman Returns and Gremlins. Uh, Scrooge. Oh. National Lampoon's oh, like Christmas that Vacation. Yeah. <laughs> And um, Home Alone. Those are my top six. All right. So we we talked Die Hard, Gremlins, and uh, maybe we do uh, a Home we Alone, Chris, Home Alone, Christmas, Christmas vacation, vacation, and Scrooge, and Scrooge. Yeah, Scrooged with Bill Murray. Scrooged. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, we're. I asked for suggestions. On, I have a lot of good Christmas ideas out of the box. Like I really want to go delve deep into our psyche squeezer. You know those high concept episodes that really get the most out of us? Oh, yes. Our still most popular episode ever is a high concept episode called The Great Outdoors. People love that one for some reason. I don't... I love The Great Outdoors. And so do Not people. right now. That's why I'm so glad I'm going to be nice and warm and toasty on Thursday. I'll be freezing, but I mean, I was out, I was out on, on, on Sunday for the marathon squeezer. And it was Wait. 37 degrees. Why are you going to be freezing? Well, I mean, until I get into the truck. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Some of us have to stay out there, you know that. Uh, well, I hear that. But I was out for five hours, squeezer, on Sunday. And it was cold. It was cold. All right, here's uh, your, your, last, your last thankful for the year 2018. Uh, without further ado. Oh, darling, look. Thanksgiving turkeys. Oh, they're so beautiful. Not as beautiful as you. Look at the way they foam at the mouth. Like beautiful sets of beer. Not as beautiful as... That's a first South Park clip I think we've had. I think it is, and I... I, Going back, and I, I need a turkey clip because I'm... 
talking about turkey centerpiece decorations uh, or just decorations in general, a uh, specific kind I'll get to. But then I realized how brilliant. I almost wanted to go back with it, but the Starve and Marvin episode of South Park was just awesome. Yes. And to think that that came out, that was what, the second or third episode maybe? Yes. Um, I, I still remember watching that for the first time, and like it was just the greatest thing I've ever seen. Like this is you're not supposed to do this shit on TV. I was not since you can't do that on television. Could you say you can't do that on television? I was talking to one of the younger guys that worked for us, and uh, he was born the same year South Park came out, and he was telling me how much he loves South Park. I was like, I was watching this when you were a fetus. You know that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Uh, Yeah, it doesn't get because it's a little late in in the Rogers, but that that first season especially, uh, some real fond. Uh, very fun memories watching that first season. Oh yeah, I agree. It's like I loved discovering it. something completely new. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. And it still holds up. Absolutely. New ones and all, like you know, fucking twenty, twenty-one years later. Uh, yeah, they're still. I heard this season. I haven't watched this season yet, but I heard nothing. I heard it's back to true form, and it's one of the best in years mm-hmm. from everyone who's talked about it anywho what i really want to talk about are and i'm going to mispronounce this somehow so i'll say it three different ways Bissel, bisel bissel uh they make stuff like decorations but specifically what i want to talk about is those uh fold out tissue turkeys and you know the pilgrim the little indian just you know be safe how do you pronounce it adorable what's that i mean i'm sorry how do you spell it uh, B-E-I-S-T-L-E. So it's Bissell, 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 uh, uh, by Estelle. Bastille? Bastille? Now, is that, that's not how you spell Bastille, though, is it? <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, okay, I know what these are. All right, but, yeah, I, I love these things. And you know how some people, they have their little, that little thing that gets them, like, a, either a smell or a noise or a feel, and you mm-hmm. can do that all day long? Mm-hmm. That's how it is when I unfold these damn things. No, oh. when you when you pull them back and they go, they're your rosebud. You, what's that? They're they're this the base all decorations yeah. are your rosebud. Yes, yes, and then I give them a little tussle tussle, um, and you kind of pop them up and down in your hand because they're so light, but you feel it like the tissue paper and you can hear it. And there's just something weird, and I, I don't want to go too Freudian on this. Um, but I, I absolutely love, there's some real complex ones out there now. Um, but for me, I love like the old ones. There's like kind of cartoony to it. Um, and you always had the, they, sometimes they would come in a, a pack and kind of like the, uh, 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 what were the Halloween decorations that we we're talking about? They made Thanksgiving ones too. The chip plastic ones. Yeah. The, the popcorn. Called? Popcorn plastic. Yeah, popcorn the, these plastic. These are like the same, in that same category of decorating as a kid. Like I'd put some of those up. Um, I always associated those with Halloween. But for me, because this is what we had, because uh, I know they also made like a cat and a witch that were kind of like this. Mm-hmm. But for me, we had the, the, ter- the Thanksgiving ones. And I always remember setting these out. They're like my favorite thing in the world. Uh, I am I am thankful for my... Uh, 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 pop-up tissue paper uh cardboard uh somewhat racially insensitive uh uh table decorations somewhat 
somewhat. Oh, that's a great pick. We had a lot of good picks. There's a lot of things to be thankful for, and we gave you 10 more. And um, Squeezer, I'm thankful for this podcast and for you doing it with me. Aww. I wouldn't be able to do it without I, you. I'm, I'm thankful for the opportunity to do it with you, too. Aww. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, it's a I'm, nice I'm also thankful for the uh, gold medal 2396-00100 popcorn butter dispenser. <laughs> Single head LED lighted accommodates two 35 boxes of topping. Wow. 35 pound. You can you can put 70 pounds of butter in this thing. <laughs> I'm excited. You can and you will put 70 pounds of butter I in this can't, thing. I can't wait until Mrs. Squeezer comes to me and goes, why is this in our in our shopping cart? Are you trying to leave odd hints for me for Christmas, Squeezer? <laughs> Oh, what if she actually does pick up on that and she gets me the butter machine? Best Christmas ever. That would be fantastic. I wonder if you can do other things than butter. But why would you, I guess? Right. I'd probably try putting real butter in there and I'd ruin it. Yeah, right. That that has like that has like life to it so that it could like rot and go oh, rancid. Yeah, right. I don't think that butter flavoring. Yeah, that butter. because yeah, it, like, it's the same thing. Like you can have like a bottle of olive oil sitting out on your counter forever and it's fine. Right. Well, uh, it's essentially like out there. flavored shellac. Yeah. Uh, so this I gotta is. I got to have some popcorn. <laughs> Me too. I want to go have popcorn, but it's late. We got to go see Creed tonight. Tomorrow when you go to see Creed. Yeah, yeah. right. So uh, I want you guys all to have a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving. Eat tons of food. Watch Teenage Ninja Turtles. Eat Elliot's pizza. Drink Heineken. And if you do that, if you happen to do that, snap a picture and send it to me. I'll post on our rad years. If you have, if you have a RK sad Thanksgiving, which is really happy. Uh, also, watch the parade. Enjoy your family, and um, just remember. Someone posted a whole bunch of like early '90s, late '80s uh, Thanksgiving Day parades on on YouTube. So you can go back and watch those too. Uh, there's tons of cool stuff out there to be thankful for, and we got a lot coming up. Uh, in future episodes until we start our Christmas episodes. Right, Squeeze? Woohoo. All right. Well, I'm RK. I'm Squeezer. Have a good all day, and we'll talk to Happy you next Thanksgiving. time. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving.